Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Decision Hour. I'm your host, Adam Bird. This show is about philanthropy, entrepreneurship, positive thinking, and humanity. A show that'll help you make a decision when that hour is upon you. Our guests share some of their same experience, expertise, and stories during their decision hour. You get to hear what they are doing today and how it might help you in the future. My guest today is is no different, and we're, she's doing great things in the community, and we're going to bring her on here in just a, in a moment. First, I want to thank... Uh, Heroes Media Group for all the great shows and sponsors of the network. To learn more about Heroes Media Group and all the great things they're doing, please go to www.heroesmediagroup.com and even learn how to become an HMG family member. Now grab a pen and a pad, folks, because it's that time. It's your decision hour. My guest today has been, like I said, doing some great things in the community. and has got a great story that I'm looking forward to uh, uh, getting to know her uh much more. So uh, her name is Katie Boffman. Katie, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us today. Yes. So Katie, uh, the first question, we're going to jump right into this. Uh, No holds bar. Here we go. Um, I want you to tell our listeners, Katie, about you. Well, um, again, my name is Katie Boffman. I'm a 33-year-old mind-body wellness practitioner and life coach. I am also a recovered um, addict and I am um, loving life. What else can I say? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Now, okay, so mind body wellness practitioner for the listeners out there that don't really know what that is, what, what does that mean exactly? Well, um, for 15 years, I've been a massage therapist, uh, esthetician, and um, I've worked in physical therapy. Um, I'm back um, getting my degree in psychology with the understudy in herbalism, so I can help people with mental afflictions and addictions find their way back to the light of light using plant medicines. Um, I do life coaching. Um, so it's kind of like treating the body as a whole, the mind, body, spirit, everything as a whole, instead of um, kind of suctioning it off and feeling detached from things and, and using chemical substances to um, you know, prolong the situation. It's using the substances that were put here on this earth for us to utilize to keep us healthy and uh, stay connected. So that's, that's what I do. All right. Awesome. Awesome. How do you, my next question is, is how do you define success? Uh, Success to me is when you find um, peace and happiness and abundance to flow with ease in your life. I like that answer. That's a great Hmm. answer. I hope you wrote that. Say that one more time. With where, where peace, happiness, and abundance flow with ease in your life. Folks, I hope you guys are writing that down. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, and, and, and you you said you're you know a recovering addict and you've been in. Uh, no no no! I said I'm a recovered addict. Recovered, excuse me, a recovered yes. addict. <laughs> excuse me. I don't identify with the twelve step way of once an addict always an addict mentality. I feel that gets you stuck in a stigma that only perpetuates um, maybe a downward spiral. I don't know. I just don't resonate with that anymore. I was an addict. That is part of my story. Yes, indeed. Um, but I won't continue to live in that space for the rest of my life. And see, my hats off to you. First off, congratulations. on that. I think that's Thank something that, that, that needs Thank to be uh, recognized because I think that's absolutely amazing uh, that, <laughs> that you came through that. No, I mean, and that's people are like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. No, seriously, that is, I can't, I can't fathom how hard 
that road must have been. Um, Ooh, it was an incredibly long road and journey, and it was uh, it was part of my life path. I feel like um, all the struggle doesn't seem in vain and now where I'm sitting. And I'm human. You know, I can't say that I won't ever make a mistake, but I don't feel like I'm stuck um, using that addict mentality as an excuse. Um, I, you know, that's part of my past, and it only makes me a stronger person. Um, too many addicts these days... Um, don't seek out and get the help that they need because they're shamed, shunned, guilted, incarcerated. They're they're pushed aside and they're they're afraid to reach out for help. And I feel like the stigma of addiction um, really needs to be addressed because the only way people can truly heal from their mental afflictions and addictions is through um, you know 100% uh, connection with um, community and compassion. You know, everybody just wants to be seen, heard, understood, and um, and I and I think that's that's a huge problem with today is uh, you know addiction and mental illness are the only things that get shamed, diseases that get shamed for people having them. And I mean, you wouldn't shame a diabetic for walking out of Walmart with a box of ho hos, would you? You know, you wouldn't incarcerate them for that. So if it's a disease, then it should be treated as such with some compassion. I like the fact that you're taking your experience and now you're helping others mm, uh, yes. in, in, in the community. And and to us, that we classify that, it'd it be classified as a hero, somebody that is that is taken. You know, there's the hero, we use, you know, we're part of the Heroes Media Network. And, and that's, you, you know, our, our primary audience for the heroes is, you know, military veterans, Firefighters, first responders, um, clergy, you have educators. Um, I feel like I'm missing one there. But then you also have the people in the community that are doing things for others. And and you're doing, you're taking your experience that you've gone through to help others uh, that have gone through, what you're, that are going through what you have gone through and, and, mm-hmm. and so many other things, other issues in their, in their life. Hence why you're a mind body and wellness partner and then you're also a life coach so i think that's mm-hmm. that, that's great and, Thank you. and and it seems like you've had a lot of decision hours in in your life um Ooh, yes. and I, w- I would like to talk about some of those if, if you're if you're willing to but so when in your life were you faced with that you know air quote the decision hour um what examples can you give us oh you know it's funny it's like i was always born with this knowing of like wanting to embody this medicine woman uh since i was a child i just didn't ever understand what it was and you know at one point in my life i thought like oh i've already messed it up so bad like there's no getting that back like you know nobody's gonna want to listen to me i'm too young there was always excuse after excuse but adam i tell you what these lessons man these lessons in life that we learn they come at a more expensive price to pay each time they come around and we have to learn them again until we surrender to them. Oh, yeah. And, oh, man, I have paid the price. I've paid the price. I've been, um, you know, I come from a family of, uh, you know, addicts, alcoholics, and severe uh, mental uh, illnesses. And, um, you know, so I've struggled since I was nine years old with my own personal addiction, and it's taking me down a really, really crazy road. Something's good and something's awful. Um, but it all became with this value of the moment I, um, you know, I heard of these beautiful plant medicines that saved my life. I mean, um, one in particular is Ibogaine. Um, I was a, a severe opiate addict and I tr- uh, 
turned into a, a severe suicidal um, mental illness. I was I was four feet under rock bottom and I didn't know what to do. And I was on the computer one night and by some chance this thing about Ibogaine popped up. And it's a plant medicine from South Africa that um, allows people to um, heal from their mental afflictions such as PTSD or, um, you know, just about anything and in, in particular um, opiate addiction and alcohol because they're extremely painful withdrawals. I had no withdrawals, no cravings, and um, you know, I came out of it just like you're a brand new person. It resets your neurotransmitters. And so as I read this, like snot and tears are just running down my face and I'm just like, oh my God, because <laughs> I refuse to get on methadone. I refuse to get on Suboxone. That stuff sticks to your neurotransmitters and it's just it just prolongs the withdrawal process. And for some people it works and that's wonderful, but I've had friends pass away from it and that was just like not a road I was willing to take especially knowing some of the pain that other people went through when they got on it and so um, you know I, I that was my waking hour I mean it was like the angels sang and it was like this is the answer this is the answer and um, you know not only was it no pain no withdrawal no cravings it was um, it was this vision quest that I went on and it allowed me to work through a lifetime of repressed issues that I was, um, you know, that was part of the, the issue in my addiction in the first place. And it allowed me to see things. It was so caring and gentle when I needed it to. And it was so strong and made me face these things and work through them when I was on this vision quest. And so that's like the main key right there is um, looking within and really working out all this junk that we hold on to so tightly inside and we release it and let it go and I feel free I I feel free <laughs> that's amazing such a great powerful story and there's so I'm gonna ask you a tough question this is something I didn't even ask you offline but I'm gonna ask you sure <clears throat> you said you grew up around it yes mm-hmm yes I've heard people and, and this is this may sound like an ignorant question but I'm gonna ask it anyway because I've sure. heard some people say that it can be hereditary what are your hmm. thoughts when you hear that? What are your thoughts on that? Um, well, so as addiction is described, it's a relapsing brain disorder. So, uh, which is caused by a chemical imbalance. So, say a normal person can use drugs and be like, okay, that's fine, and then move on the next day. What happens in that brain of an addict is it um, it messes with the brain chemistry, so they crave it and they get that high from it. Then they just don't normally have so that's what causes the receptors to want it um, I do believe there's some genetics involved with it um, I don't believe everybody who comes from addict family members is going to be an addict I don't think that's um, like a predisposition to it mm -hmm. but I do believe some of the stuff runs in the family and these days the way we are in this world I think we're all kind of mixed together as one so I, it could be a 50-50 shot for anybody I mean, I'm no doctor, I'm no scientist, I'm not here to say, but um, I've met plenty of addicts who come from perfectly normal family backgrounds who have never had an addict in their family before. So, All right. you know. Great answer. Yeah. Great answer. So let me, now you're talking about doctors and stuff like that. Let me, let me throw another one there at you. You're talking about the, the plants and stuff that you that you were using, right? Mm -hmm. You said the plant came from South, um, was it South America? So South Africa. South Africa, excuse yeah. me. Um, and at a lot of the times nowadays, you hear people using more natural 
uh, things, and they don't get a, uh, they don't necessarily get the, what I want to, I don't know, praise for lack of a better word. FDA approval? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that. Um, and do you think there's a lot of politics when it comes to the pharmaceutical companies and the medicines and stuff like that? Because, of, you know, obviously, and I've always been a stickler for this, and I've said this on this show before, I think the pharmaceutical companies, they run this country, and, and they're not... Their heart's not in the right place, in my opinion. Sure, there's some medicines yeah. out there that the FDA has approved that does work, but if you look at the the heart mm-hmm. and soul of all this stuff, it's it's about the money. And if they can make it, yeah, it's the powerful people you know that yeah. run this country usually have a lot of big hands and stakes in those pharmaceutical companies. So if they find a a natural plant that's going to work that they can't make money off of, they're going to say, no, we can't use that because it's not FDA approved and we have to use this because we're the ones making money off it. What, I mean, do you, do you kind of get that, that, uh, yeah, that outlook on it as well? Here. Yeah. Can I speak freely? Oh, please. Absolutely. <laughs> Open up and fire at will. All right. So here's what I believe. Western medicine, big pharma, all that kind of stuff. There is a time and a place for all kinds of medicines. I think they have taken it too far to a point of greed and especially when you know we're free as Americans and when adults who are free in America cannot choose to use natural substances that were put on this earth um, they're illegal you know but um, when adults cannot choose to use these substances um, on their own record in their home, whether it's to heal or to explore their consciousness or for whatever reason may have you, when they're not hurting anybody else, they're not hurting themselves, um, and they choose to do so, and it's illegal, and it, there's something wrong with that. Uh, you know, when you're taking all these other drugs and prescriptions that are, the side effects are 10 times as bad. I mean, basically, it's been proven that cannabis itself can cure cancer. It's been proven that it helps children who are having seizures and autism um, not just stabilize but progress in in their recovery and and the FDA and Big Pharma won't um, approve it or even just legalize it without causing a fuss there's a problem with that because what they're treating these children with that have autism and seizures is a synthetic form of heroin called oxycotton and they approve it as young as nine years old but they won't use a natural substance that has like little to no side effects. There's no THC getting these children high. It's just the CBDs, but yet you're going to use a synthetic heroin. Now with these drugs, they don't cure you. They don't heal you. They just treat you for a lifetime. And so they're creating a, a customer for a lifetime. They right. can profit off of not only that, but then the side effects that are coming from these things, you know, um, I took, I gained once one time. I mean, I would have had to be on methadone for at least a minimum of three months to three years or who knows you know what I mean like mm-hmm. once you get perpetuated in that in that downward spiral um, it lowers people's inhibitions they you know they just it, it's it's all bad it's all bad and I mean this plant medicine that I took by no means was it a quick fix or, or cure it it just softened those steps down the long road of recovery for me and it's been proven time and time again the risk um, is very minimal. There is always some risk in anything that you're doing, but look at the side effects to some of these drugs that big farmers are pushing. Oh, yeah. They're advertising, and it's just like... Or like you know, the VA It's not even like your doctor out. suggests it to them. They're, they're thrown on these commercials, and they're saying, go ask your doctor and take this. And so the doctor will maybe give it to you and be like, see how this works. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't know. 
but let's go ahead and just give it to you and then it'll alter your body chemistry even more and then, and then we'll give you some other drugs to put on top of that and but you know in a <laughs> by the way it's going to cost you $80 for this yeah, exactly. too exactly so. <laughs> that's where I was getting on a, in a monetary based society where capitalism rules big pharma and our FDA can't afford to be ethical it's not within uh, reason for that you know they can only afford to profit off you which is going to treat you for a lifetime and not heal you so that's basically what I think about that. Now, is there room for Western medicine? Yes, we do need surgeons. Yes, we do need certain medications, uh, medications. Um, but there's, there's. I just don't believe that uh, this monster needs to be as big as it is, and I, and I don't believe um, that they're worried about us is why they're keeping these natural substances away from us. I think they're worried about their pocketbooks more than anything. Um, I mean, let's face it, hallucinogens aren't illegal because our ever-loving government is afraid that somebody's gonna go rob a bank because they need their mushroom fix, man, or they need their hallucinogen. You never hear of that, you know what I mean? They're not afraid you're gonna go jump out of a window. They really could care less. It's, it's that it makes you question reality. It makes you explore your consciousness and the limitations that have been put on you. And then all of a sudden you start thinking outside the box and you have these crazy epiphanies and you really look within and, and can heal. And oh my gosh, God forbid, you may question the fact that everything you've been taught in life could be bullshit. And so you live your life to your own regards. And oh my gosh, how awful is that, right? right. Like how awful is that? I and mean, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody, but some people, you know, this whole um, war on drugs mentality is um, is just, it's awful. It's really awful. The amount of people that are in prison right now and, and their lives are ruined for some natural substances that they were possessing or consuming um, as consenting adults and not hurting anybody or hurting themselves is, um, it's, it's a travesty and it, and it really needs to be examined and stopped. Wow, that's those are some big words there. Because he, he, Katie, I didn't know that I spent four years on a drug task force, so I've seen, I've seen both sides of it. And it's funny because you're talking about the natural stuff. And let's let's be frank, mm -hmm. quite honestly, a lot a lot of most of what are talking about these days with the, with medical marijuana use, and and before I was totally against it, mm -hmm. but now. I would say that over the course of the last two years, I've seen what they've do with, done with like the strands, like they can pull, mm. they can alter it. Stuff. You know, they, they, they can alter the, the strands. Uh, they can take the bad stuff out, put more of the good stuff in, et cetera. The, the THC levels aren't as, as, as uh, toxic as what you would find on the street because you don't know what you're getting from the guy off the street. Oh, man, they, they have this down to you know, a science. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's just it. It took uh, the holistic community um, a little bit longer because we're not backed by Big Pharma's money and by their power to slide in all these tests and do all this research. And now that science can back it up and we have the proper um, machines and tools to get this information out there and we've spent the time and money to do so, like it, it's getting out there and people should really be able to educate themselves on this and make the choice for themselves, really. I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's not for everybody, but the science and the facts are out there now. And what we've been, for lack of a better word, brainwashed to believe that, um, you know, our, our leaders, our, our, our doctors, Big Pharma, whatever you want to call it, has our best interest in mind. Uh, you know, I think some people need to start questioning things and really well, start making some decisions for themselves because certain things aren't going to fix you and well, it's not going to fix itself. And to make an ed educated decision and have two sides of the spectrum to choose from and see what resonates with you, then that's great. You know, but this whole 
reefer madness, drugs are bad mentality. Well, that's different. Drugs are bad. I'm not asking for medical meth here, okay? You know? Yeah, again, uh, yeah, although they do it. have it. Yeah. Some Adderall, you want some Oxycontin, here's your meth and heroin. I mean, what's the difference? It's, there's, it's a designer drug. It's, it's no different. But they won't allow medical cannabis? I mean, when it's being proven to cure people, they just want to sweep that under the rug and keep it as like this you know, pothead mentality. And it's not even that it's, it's, you know, let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this. Cause a lot of it, like I got asked uh, to do a series for H an HBO special and I was really weird. And this was about three years ago. So this is before my mind started to change on the whole thing. And I started to do more research on it. Cause I've been out, of, I've been out of the, I've been out of the task force for probably close to 10 years, 12 years now. So, and, and I know things have uh, if, like a 180 you know, in the last 10 oh, yeah. years, right? Just in the last five years, a lot of things oh, have changed. Even Do you three, know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> so I look at this and I'm thinking to myself, now I got plenty of, I, I know a lot of people that are that that uh, that are on medical marijuana and, and, and it works for them. It, it does. Um, and there's different strands. Now I've seen, mind you, with my mentality, I've seen it on the street. I've seen what it's done to people. They're like, oh, you know, they got a bad batch of it because it was laced with something because mm-hmm. you just you just don't know. But now it's different. You know, now mm-hmm. you can go down to a store or a dis- uh, dispensary, dispensary. Is, I, I believe is what they call it. Yep. And you can, and now you know that, okay, this this was regulated by the government, so you know that the stuff is in there. They're getting, and, and everybody's, it's tight anyway, so you, you know you, there's nothing wrong with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I look at it though as like you know people. I, I got a couple of people like, oh yeah, we should be able to smoke whatever we want. Okay, great. I, I understand it, but there's there's other forms of smoking because I is there such a one? There's a couple questions here. Two part question. Mm-hmm. One is there such a thing as a smoked medicine? And two, uh, there's other ways to consume it. I mean, you have edibles right, now. Right, you right. have the creams, I believe, and then there's the uh, inhaler that just came out, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And, and the and the and the vapor stuff. You so. have the edibles. You have all that kind of stuff. Um, you normally with a CBD the, you don't even have the THC the THC is what gets you high okay the CBD is actually the cannabinoid that is giving you the therapeutic value right. uh, it has like minimal to oh, low I'm, I'm no THC so glad you brought so, that up um, so you don't even have to get high the CBD is what a lot of people are looking for now the people who are using the THC content that's usually for like um, a little bit higher dosage on like to sleep, to eat. To, uh, so like a lot of people like cancer patients who don't have an appetite or people who stress and anxiety ulcer something so bad that their stomach is so nauseated that they can't eat. It helps settle their stomach, um, different things like that. So the THC sometimes is optional, it, you know, for some people. Right. Um, if, if people get paranoid on it or whatever, you can get a lawyer, lower THC content and a higher CBD. And the CBD is really what you're looking for. And yes, you can smoke it there's a medical way to intake it but it's a lot stronger ingesting it through um orally through food there's many different ways you can do it that way there's topical rubs which you're not ingesting any of the thc at all i mean it's impossible to show up for a drug test on a a topical um for any thc um but you get some great salves that have like way better than your like ben gay or your you know um you know your other icy hot type stuff right. you know like it's it's amazing the so stuff that this- you bring up a good point and i'm glad you said that because it kind of goes back to what i said earlier about the strands is like when they're pulling the thc out of these strands and putting the, the, the more of the what do you call it the c uh cbd the cannabinoids you, yeah the cab yeah. the cannabinoids uh, in there, and that's and that's. I think a lot of people, and this is just my perception of it. When I when I see arguments from both sides, 
is I think a lot of people have that misconception like, all right, these guys just want to get high. The one side says these guys just want to smoke pot and get high, and they're using this as an excuse. Okay? Point, okay, well, point, point taken. There's, but, there's- but you then you have this this side here is like it has nothing to do with us smoking pot. We, we can take it, we can ingest it, we can do all these other things with it. And did you know that they can pull the THC strands out and put more of the cannabinoids in because that's what we're really looking for anyway. Right. And there's different there's so many different ways of of getting that now. So it goes back to like the smoke part of this and this is where I get a little bit confused and it might be the ignorant side of me because of no, that's my, okay. pa- my past history. But when you smoke something, you have that smoke and it gets into your lungs and stuff like that. And that THC is 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 pretty thick. Um, and, and I know it's for for those that do smoke powder, have smoke powder, or what have you. I know it's it, you know they, they do get high off of that, or they get a sense of uh, relaxation, a sense of calmness, uh, and whatnot. Um, and I totally forgot where I was going with this question, but I think is that is that the best way to to do it? Because I I hear people there's no such thing as a smoke medicine. Well, the, nowadays there 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 kind of is. Um, no, it's not necessarily the best way. That's just the way some people choose. I think orally eating it is usually the best. It it gives you a more full body um, feeling instead of just in the head feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's just personal preference. Um, you know, some people find great, great, um, uh, peace and pleasure in partaking in, uh, a, a smoke. I mean, that's up to them. I mean, there's cigarettes, there's cigars, there's, you know, uh, all kinds of stuff that, you know, it may not be medicine, but it, it people enjoy doing it and it brings them pleasure with an alcohol and, um, you know, all these other medications that are, you know, chemicals and stuff you can get prescribed and, and have legally. Why not a natural substance? It's a plant that was put here by our creator for us to use all the seed bearing plants and herbs for you to use my friend (laughs) i love it that's a great i don't i don't see any other natural substances that big pharma pushes is why is that that's kind of peculiar to it really is folks it's just just, just very strange i I really do question that i'm on to you guys yeah right right (laughs) folks you're listening to the decision hour we have katie boffman on uh the line with us. She's a mind body wellness practitioner as well as a life coach. Katie, for our listeners out there that want to get in touch with you, that might have questions or that would like to work with you, how could somebody get in touch with you? Ah, yes. I am on Facebook. I have my business page on there at Touch for Health and Healing. And um, you can check that out. Or um, on the 28th, 29th and 30th of October here I'm going to be at Pioneer Park there's going to be um, uh, Roy Tracks 33rd annual powwow and Omni Tribe which is part of the people that I'm converging with are raising um, funds for Operation Peace Project which is suicide um, prevention for the vets and teen suicide awareness as well um, so if you want to come out there I'm actually going to be out there with Iblagain Institute as well which is um, a really great um, um facility that offers um, plant medicine healing as well so if you guys want to get more information about that and what I'm talking about um, there's going to be a few cannabis um, um, supporters out there as well so if you want to know more please come out and connect Um, we are welcoming 
the community exactly where they're at. And what our mission is to do is to just teach people about these things, not met with any hostility or anything else, but just education and let them choose for themselves. Because I think people are smart enough once they have the information in front of them to make that decision. And I think a lot of people are just getting one side of the story these days. So we're teaching um, all whole mind body wellness through yoga, meditation, um, you know, there's there's going to be uh, sound healing. There's going to be a bunch of different workshops. Um, we're going to have a farmer's market, um, you know, different things like that. So, you know, just come out there and um, connect with the community. I think there's a lot of um, detachment these days in society. And I think the only way that we can heal from any of what's going on right now is through connection in our community and compassion and education. You know, let's let's start to know the difference so, so we can speak up for ourselves a little better. Those of you that are listening, we got, uh, and what, what Katie's talking about is it's actually here in Arizona. Uh, it's going to be at Pioneer Park. The address is 521, uh, excuse me, 526 East Main Street in Mesa, Arizona. Um, admission's free. That's October 28th through the 30th. Um, and it looks like Friday night it goes from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then Saturday and Sunday, Saturday it goes from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And then Sunday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. They're also doing, uh, you can also donate uh, to this uh, powwow as well. And uh, you can find that at www.generosity.com. Um, and we'll have this. We'll have this up on the uh, on the social media links here on the Decision Hour, as well as uh, Heroes Media Group here uh, later over the weekend. But uh, Katie, I want to kind of step back. Let's talk about this uh, powwow mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, yeah. Excuse me. It looks like. Uh, let me see here. It's the Omni, Omni Tribe presents the Phoenix Tribal mm-hmm. Knights, uh, and it's going to be at the Roy Track Thirty Third. Uh, annual memorial Mesa powwow. So this is mm-hmm. this is pretty this is pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be huge. We we're bringing a lot of really good stuff here. Um, we are converging with the powwow. Obviously, this is their thirty third one, and um, you know we're just we're just setting forth to bring some good stuff to the community. Um, we're going to do like a really great raffle. We're going to do really great workshops on um, just you know wellness and sustainability. Um, <clears throat> Uh, we're going to be, I'm going to be there with Iblagain Institute, which is gifting an honorable vet um, PTSD treatment um, using um, plant medicines at their facility. They're going to gift that and they're also going to um, uh, take half off of anybody's treatment that sign up for the month, whether they go that month or not, like it, just to sign up, um, just to give them a break on that and then also just inform people about what this is because um, through these plant medicines, uh, the ability to heal from our mental afflictions and or addiction is is just amazing. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, a personal story with that, and um, it's actually been proven that the success rate is like 65% higher than anything we offer here in America. Wow. So, yeah, and it's powerful. I mean, and it, it was like... Um, you know, a week that I was in the treatment and about a month that I was in the aftercare and, you know, slowly but surely I really hit the ground running on that and it felt like, you know, I worked through a lifetime of repressed shit that maybe like 10, 15 years of therapy wouldn't even like graze the surface <laughs> of, you know, just got right down in it, yeah. so deep and stirred it up and let me process it and yeah, I felt a little raw and vulnerable afterwards, but I felt like new. And it was like a rebirth for me. And I live 
this new life in service to these plant medicines and getting this word out there to those out there still struggling in the darkness to let them know you don't have to be in pain anymore. You don't have to suffer anymore or live in fear. Like there is something else out there and you have the option to make this choice. And it's a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful gift called life that you, you have waiting for you. So please, please look into it. Look into Ibogaine, look into ayahuasca. Um, you, you know, there's a lot of them out there. Come connect with me at the powwow. Um, if you'd like, I can give you plenty of information. And for each individual out there, there is an individual plan that will be able to resonate with you. So, you know, it's not a one size fits all kind of program. So definitely come out. And, um, if you need somebody to talk to, we're there. And give your face, give, give your Facebook information again. Uh, it's touch for health and healing. And again, it's Katie Boffman, K A T I E B A U G H M A N at touch for health and healing. And again, folks, that's, uh, if you're in Arizona or you're going to be going to Arizona, uh, the date on this powwow, and if you haven't been to a powwow, you really got to check it out. It, it's absolutely amazing, uh, or, or it, big celebration. It's 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 just it's an experience of a lifetime. Um, it's October 28th, 29th, and 30th. It's at Pioneer Park, and the address is uh, 526 East Main Street, and that's in Mesa, Arizona. So if you're not familiar, that's over on the East Valley. It's right where the light rail ends. So if you get off the light rail where it stops in East Mesa, you just hop off there and it's right across the street. It's a huge park. You won't be able to miss us. So if you guys have to take the light rail out there, feel free to because it, it runs straight to us. Yeah. So if you're if you're staying in town, no matter where you are, if, you, if you're flying in that weekend, stay somewhere in, on, the, on the east side of town, like Tempe, you know, Chandler, Mesa, you know, downtown even. You could take from the downtown, you could take the light rail all the way over. Um and it is a family-friendly event as well. Uh, we keep everything pretty pretty PC and pretty family-friendly here. So bring the kids. There's going to be like lots of kids' workshops and, and fun games. Feel free to wear costumes. We're going to do costume contests, lots of fun raffling, and, and really, really good times. There's, there's going to be something for everybody. So, yes, please come out and visit us and check out what we got going on. It's free. You can't, you can't beat it, really. No. I mean, I mean, free, that's like, you know, my second favorite four-letter word so um, you know. that starts with enough yeah <laughs> i was i was gonna say that katie but thanks for calling me out on it <laughs> so so make, make sure you guys come out that weekend and check it out again that's october 28th 29th and 30th friday from 7 p.m to 10 p.m saturday 11 a.m to 10 p.m and sunday 11 a.m to 5 p.m you heard it from katie it is family friendly very pc admission is free you have to come check it out it's going to be a great experience i'm looking forward to the event i'm going to plan on being out there and taking uh, my son as well as some of the people from uh, hmg uh, will be coming out that weekend um, so you got you just come check us out. Come look for us. Check us out. You can hang out with us. We'd love to go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go meet Katie because I've not met her face to face yet, uh, and I'm looking forward to meeting her. Um, Katie, is there anything that you want to tell our listeners that you haven't that you haven't told them yet today? Um, just that uh, I really think that you know. Um, you know, I may have already said it, but uh, with mental afflictions and addictions, it is a disease and people struggle and they beat themselves up over it enough. And then to get 
that shaming and shunning from their families, which I understand some of them put their families and their loved ones through the ringer. But when it's met with guilt and shame or incarceration, it doesn't help heal that. It doesn't help the situation. It only perpetuates it. And, um, you know, addicts and people with mental afflictions that go to prison and, and come out with these records, yes, they, they may have committed a crime, but did the punishment fit that crime? Um, you know, it just makes it harder for them to get housing or, or jobs or uh, to move through the system in any sort of assistance. So it just perpetuates that. So when you meet it with a little bit of connection, like human connection and compassion, do those people really start to heal and change? So I think some things need to start to change on the way that we address these situations as far as um, a different means of um, punishment instead of incarceration, maybe rehab or some sort of um, uh, community service would be a little bit better um, and really help people connect and heal instead of perpetuate the downward spiral because it's just not working and, and our numbers of people incarcerated and suicide rates are going to show it. And that's really why we're having this powwow is especially for our vets out there struggling with PTSD. They're not coming home and finding a way to connect with their community again and, and feel of service here. They're not decompressing from these horrible, horrible things that they've had to go through and see. And they don't feel understood, heard, or are connected to. And and so they're suffering in anguish. And, and people who have served our country shouldn't have to go out like that. Um, suicide is just an epidemic right now. And so is addiction. And I, and I just feel that people can meet it with a little bit more compassion and educate themselves on the difference and um, what wonderful, wonderful gifts that these plant medicines that I'm speaking of are. And, um, you know, if uh, people can start to research things and make an educated decision with themselves, I think a lot of people will see that same light. So um, please, if you're having issues and nothing else has ever worked, um, please look into it because it might resonate with you and, and or somebody that you love and it, it could save a life or a dozen or a million. I, I mean, the possibilities are endless when the education's put forth and people can make that decision with the knowledge. Yeah. Love it. Katie, one last question for you. What, yes. What's next for you? I'm going to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to finish school and I'm going to continue to pursue my life path to become a medicine woman and um, be able to do my own practice in that. But not until a minute sooner when spirit speaks to me will I step into that path. Until then, I'm listening, I'm learning, I'm playing, and um, man, I'm ready for more. <laughs> love it. So blessed. Yes. I absolutely love it. Well, Katie, I want to take the time, just a moment, to say thank you for taking time out of your day. Oh, the pleasure was all mine. Thank you so much. Absolutely. You. And you're you're always welcome to come back. I hope to have you back on again uh, here in the near future. Give us updates as to. things as things happen yes, and things yes. progress. So make sure that yes. you stay in touch with us. All right. Well, I look forward to seeing you the uh, um, the weekend of the powwow. Definitely, Adam. Thank absolutely. you for coming out and supporting me and getting that word forward. And um, I hope anybody who wants to connect to me again will find me on Touch for Health and Healing on Facebook, uh, Katie Boffman. Um, you can also find me at the powwow again that weekend. Um, or you can call Adam and he can get you my information as well. Please don't suffer in silence anymore, guys. If you need some help, please reach out. Got to. Have to. Yes, Thank please. You. Thank you, Katie. Mm, my pleasure, my pleasure. 
you have a wonderful day and um i will talk to you soon okay all right Ladies and gentlemen, that was Katie Boffman, uh, mind, body, wellness practitioner and life coach. Make sure you check her out on Facebook. And uh, if you're going to be in the uh, Arizona area, anywhere near Phoenix, come out to the Operation Peace Project and uh, Anomni Tribe Tribal uh, powwow that they have coming up October 28th, 29th, and 30th uh, over in Mesa, Arizona. Again, that's October 28th, 29th, and 30th in Mesa, Arizona. Folks, that's all the time I got today. I want to give a big special thanks again to the Heroes Media Group Network and uh, all the shows that are on there. Make sure you check them out. And if you're interested in uh, hosting your own podcast, sponsoring a show, or being a, you know just a part of the family and doing what we, what we do, make sure you go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. You've been listening to The Decision Hour.